an honor to be here, speak to you. And I would like, in line with the topic that was given to me, to read from scriptures, Isaiah 65, 17 to 19. Behold, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. Be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create. For I will create Jerusalem to be a delight and its people a joy. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and take delight in my people. The sound of weeping and of crying will be heard in it no more. So our place before was called Smoky Mountain. 25,000 people scavenged in the trash heaps. And our dream would be to turn it into Silicon Mountain. So we have young people now using Alexa to access their interactive lessons in NEO learning management system. So from Smoky Mountain to Silicon Mountain, on the basis of God's promise, behold, I will create a new heavens and a new earth. We believe that the world is evolving towards God's kingdom. So we have to move with it. And if the world is becoming digital, then we will bring God to virtual reality also. Next, please. So they were living in hovels before, 25,000 people. And after striving with might and main, when I left, they were already living in condominiums that you see on your right. So God's promise that they will build houses and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build houses and others live in them or plant and others eat. So they are living in their own houses, paid for $10 a month. And then they will own it after 20 years. Medium rice houses with water and electricity. Next, please. So they were scavenging in the garbage heaps and uh, the conditions were so unsanitary. There were rats as big as cats. The children died. Sometimes I blessed the coffin of little children, three, sometimes three in a week. Infants dying before their time, as uh, Isaiah 65 said. God does not will that children will die before their time. So from scavenging in the trash heaps, next please. These ladies who were born and grew up in a garbage dump, we taught, we taught them computers and we had data encoding jobs, alphanumeric. Now, I just talked to our partner, 
yesterday is from Tacoma. He is now in the Philippines. He's putting up medical encoding centers. And then we will train these ladies again so that they will not scavenge in the garbage dump and their children also. Next, please. So we would like to scale up. You know, we, we were able to give houses to 25,000 scavengers. And now we would like to wire the whole of Tondo. Close to a million slum dwellers. Microsoft and Facebook would like to come in. They help Islam area in Nairobi, 800,000 slum dwellers, they wired the whole place. And that's what they would like to do so that uh, Smoky Mountain, not only Smoky Mountain will become Silicon Mountain, but the whole of Tondo will be wired so that we can implement our e-learning and e-trading programs. Next, please. So, we would like the poorest of the poor in garbage dumps and slum areas to join in the fourth industrial revolution, making use of artificial intelligence, blockchain technology, robotics, and many other digital apps so that God's promises can be fulfilled. So what I'm trying to say is that we hear God in the processive evolutionary dynamic movement towards the kingdom and becomes more complex from primitive tools. Now we are using drones for our far farmer friends outside Manila. They will be bringing their agricultural produce to Tondo once it is wired. And once the funds are available, it will only take 90 days to put 400 hotspots, maybe even more. And then the 1 million people will be welcome to the fourth industrial revolution. We're even going now to the fifth. So we're a bit late. Next phase. So the, the main thing that we would like to share with you is that poverty in our thinking is in between the ears of people. If they get the right strategy, if they have mission, uh, vision with the right values, with the guiding path and goals, their dreams will come true. So we are a results-based, basic ecclesial community. A new way of being church. And a new way also of dealing with the world. Because many Filipinos are poor because they think it's their destiny. So they don't have to work anymore. They don't have to have a grow, growth mindset. So we inculcated this for, for a long time. And we organized them. They uh, did demonstrations against the government and the government listened to them 
and close the dam, build houses for 25,000 families. Next, please. So we're also, uh, I have a doctorate in systematic theology, and I found out the importance of a robust theoretical framework. So if you have dreams, if you want to inculcate values, you have to have uh, a theory of learning that is based on integrity, solidarity, and creativity, and also a framework on how to change society also based on integrity, solidarity, and creativity. I will not explain it here, but this is Trinity-based. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they really the foundation of the three values we deem critical for moving towards the future. So our goals, we would like our goals to have significant impact, scalability, and sustainability, not only in Smoky Mountain, but later on to the whole Tondo, one of the largest garbage dumps, uh, slum areas in the whole world. So in our e-learning, I call it the convergence theory of learning that, that, that uh, based on insights from, from astrophysics, from the, the theory of relativity, and quantum physics. The whole is more than the sum of its parts. So for us, systems thinking is primary. Then we go to critical thinking, then we go to design thinking to produce something new out of the knowledge. And we stress metacognition and mindfulness. We stress motivation and multimodal mentoring to our kids. These are dropouts. These are dropouts and uh, we gave them use digital devices. Signal is uh, spotty but the kids manage. Also in our e-trading, the three values that are based on the belief in the Trinity are in, uh, at its core. Integrity, solidarity, creativity. And the goals are integral human development, sustainability, and social justice. And the strategy is the convergence, again, of the ecosystem with the economic system and the social system. Next, please. So we would like to move kids from slum areas to the city. But they have to learn nouns and the electrons, you know, they even have to learn perhaps uh, the uncertainty principle of Werner von Heisenberg. Let's uh, see whether they will, they will arrive at that state. But knowledge is power and knowledge can now be extended because you have laptops. You could be extended also because now you could talk to Christchurch in Washington, D.C. at Belfast, Northern Ireland and uh, Dubai and the whole world has gone digital so we should adapt to it also and that's what we are trying to do with the kids in our e-learning program. Next please. So the out of school YouTube Tundo right now we're on strict lockdown we had 
16,000 COVID cases at Manila. Yesterday, 17,000 the day before and before the month ends, the scientists are thinking we will reach more than 20,000 new infections every day. So there's a strict lockdown, schools are closed, no face-to-face, -face, but our learning continues because we are running a fully online learning program. Kids have mobile phones. We use Neo Learning Management System. We digitize the modules in their curriculum and they could study at home and use Zoom or Google Classroom so that they could continue their studies. Next, please. So we are uh, grateful to Neo, gave us our own learning hub. We call ourselves the Sandiwaan Center for Learning. Sandiwaan means one in spirit, one in heart and mind. So one in heart and mind, Center for Learning. And uh, last week, Microsoft Philanthropy just gave us permission to be able to use their microcredits. So while the kids are learning STEM, and English, uh, science and mathematics, they will be taking short courses from Microsoft and then they will be given microcredit. And these are recognized in 200 countries all over the world. Next, please. So this is uh, very important for us as we move towards the fourth industrial revolution that learning has to be transformed using technology. So before it was teacher-centered, now it is student-centered. Before it was passive and planned, kids just listen the whole time there, now it is active and on demand. Before the teacher knew everything, so she had to tell the kids, now the teacher, she is the, the coach and maybe a community organizer. A guy. Before learning was fixed to the classroom, now it's open and adaptive. The unit of the content was the course, now it is competency based, not uh, rote memory. You have to learn a skill and you have to prove that you have that, that skill. Progress tracking was done through testing, multiple choice, true or false something like that, you know. And now it's applied usage and peer evaluation. Now the classroom can be anywhere, 24 seven. And the role of technology before was just content delivery and testing. Now it's virtual <coughs> participative learning. Learning is personalized and adapted. We are using artificial intelligence to track the progress of the kids along their particular learning path that is based on the concept of multiple intelligence. Next, please. The next would be the, our e-trading network, Economics for Sustainable Development. This is uh, done by, <coughs> excuse me, an ex-seminarian. It's one of the best architects in Southeast Asia. We are using used 
container vans for our water store, but we are now thinking <coughs> to be vertical farm inside container vans using LEDs. We do not need sunlight and using only 5% the water that's supposed to be used in farms that, you, that fill the soil. Next, please. So we have development programs for women and children in the slum area. So we give them cell phones, we teach them Excel so that they can participate, participate in our e-trading network. Next, please. We connect them to indigenous peoples in the mountains. These are our partners. We teach them organic farming and these kids, even if they are using their costume, they have their own tablets and digital devices. They could post their harvests in the e-commerce platform and that will be seen by our uh, ladies. We call them order taker and delivery officers in the slum areas and they could order and we could use Grab or Lalamove to bring the tomatoes and the eggplants and the organic chicken and the organic pork and the organic rice from the indigenous communities to the communities in the slum areas using technology. Just as we use technology in our e-learning program for school dropouts, now we are also using technology in our e-trading programs for the poorest of the poor. We cut out the middlemen. They are the ones who get rich. They are oppressing these people. Now technology will set these people free, just like Yahweh set the Israelites free from the bondage in Egypt. Next, please. So we have our app in the Veritas e-commerce platform, Kalakalan means commerce. It's for the people in the urban centers. And Kabukiran means farms. It's for farmers and also fishermen. We are uh, thinking of putting up a warehouse now with freezers so that the fishermen can bring their, their, uh, their fish and then we will sell that through these apps powered also by AI with predictive analytics. So as we bring farmers and customers together, they will be welcomed into the fourth industrial revolution. Next please. So as I said, we are talking to the Bureau of Fisheries and Aquatic Resources now they would like to recommend our e-commerce uh, uh, platform. So we are thinking now of putting up warehouses with freezers so that from the boats, fishing boats, the fish will be placed in our freezers and trucks will be bringing it to the rural uh, urban communities. It's not only agricultural product, we are also selling fish as soon as the whole of Tondo will be wired by our partners 
co-wired Islam called Mathari in Nairobi, Kenya. So God has been very generous to us. We could dream even if we have come from a garbage dump and one of the largest slum areas in the world, God, in our area at least, has kept his promises. Next, please. So this is the way that our programmers conceptualize the trading process. So from the suppliers, from organic farms, we'll go through the app, and then it will arrive at the parish churches. And we are also organizing the pastors and the evangelical churches to join us. Later on, it will be two-way. The, the people, the customer, the customers, consumers in the parishes will have been organized into a cooperative with their own trucks. They will buy direct basic commodities direct from the far, uh, factories and then bring them also to the farmers. So the, the middlemen are taken out of the picture from the farms to the consumers and the parishes and evangelical churches and then basic commodities purchased in bulk by the cooperatives in the urban areas and then sent by the same, using the same trucks to the farmers in the rural areas and the indigenous peoples in the mountains. Next, please. So we were given by the central bank permission to use our digital currency. It's not cryptocurrency. It's not like Bitcoin or Ethereum. It is pegged to our peso. But we could use it in our e-wallet. And then if our farmers or the consumers in the slum areas would like physical money, we have also an uh, EMI, this is a permit from the central bank to print cards that are valid in ATM machines all over the country. So that's where we are now. We are closer a little bit to the new heavens and the new earth because we came from way, way down, way, very garbage down, still in the uh, slum area in Tondo. But we have all these promises of God now. So I would like you to pray for us also so that the values can really be inculcated and the, especially the young people in Smoky Mountain and in Tondo, Smoky Mountain is in Tondo. We are much bigger. We will become much bigger now when we will be wired. And uh, one million people will have access to free Wi-Fi, minimum 100 Mbps. Next, please. So this is our dream that we can imagine, we can innovate, and we will impact the lives of the poor that the, the poor will help themselves. Uh, they needed help before, but uh, they were doled out 
Now we would like them to do it on their own, aided by technology, aided by world vision also. That's why we are very strong on Isaiah 65 for the children living up to the end of their days. So that's what I would like to share with all of you that God has been very good to us. He is good all at all times. So we would like you to rejoice with us and pray that other slum areas, the poorest of the poor, will also be beneficiaries of God's grace and the help of people like you. Evangelical churches from the, from the United States and from Europe have been helping us. Sometimes I am joking that I have more friends among the pastors like uh, Pastor Matthew than among my fellow priests because this is what I'm doing. I'm teaching theology and then I'm teaching also the young kids how to access, how to use Alexa to access their interactive modules in the internet. So thank you very much. Thank you very much for the invitation. And I would like to pray for everyone at Christ Church and everyone joining us today. Lord God, creator of heaven and earth, you have given us this earth to become stewards. We have not been very good stewards of yours. Help us to help the poor. Help us to take care of this earth so that we can move closer to the new heavens, and the new earth that you have promised. Bless the pastors of Christ Church. Bless Andrea and Nikki. Bless Matthew and Lisa and their children. Bless everyone who acknowledge Christ as Lord and Savior. And let us help even those who are outside of the realm of the church because this planet is our common home. We ask this through Christ our Lord.